You're listening to Keeping It Real, the Real Chat podcast about real issues. My name's Julie Kelly and on this show we keep it raw, unfiltered and honest. Join me on a quest for answers and knowledge and remember, it all starts with one simple question, why? So sit back, put on your headphones and join me on the journey to keep it real. Hi, and you're listening to Keeping It Real. Well, today's podcast is about PTSD and spiritual self-care. Post-traumatic stress disorder is a condition that can develop after we either experience or witness a traumatic event. It can have a profound effect on many aspects of our well-being, such as mental health, physical health and emotional health. Now in this episode, I want to look at how spiritual self-care can be a powerful tool for managing PTSD and how it can support the healing process on a much deeper level than what's usually given here in the West. Now, if you're struggling with PTSD, which many of our listeners might be, you might have noticed certain things that don't feel right. Things like anxiety that you didn't have before, depression or flashbacks to that traumatic event in your life. You might experience nightmares where you're waking up with terror thinking that you're reliving the event. Or you might have found yourself becoming more hypervigilant and sensitive to things around you. Well, PTSD can leave a person feeling like they're going completely insane. But it simply isn't true. You see, all the symptoms that I've just talked about, and believe me, they're not exhaustive, there are many others. Well, they can relate to a whole range of different things. And this is why it's always good to talk to a doctor or a mental health professional if you're experiencing any symptoms like this. But in the case of PTSD, where you think you might be completely losing your marbles, you might be surprised to know that it's the brain reacting in a perfectly normal way to a situation that's abnormal. You see, the traumatic event that you've experienced or witnessed It wasn't normal. It's beyond your range of thinking or perception. And so your brain has to deal with this. And that's all PTSD is. It's trying to find a way of dealing with an abnormal situation in the only way that it knows how. Now, having a vast experience of working with refugees and people fleeing war, and also working with military men and women, I can tell you that this condition is more common than you might think, and it isn't all related to war. So who might experience PTSD? Well, the answer is anyone who's gone through a traumatic event. Now, this being said, not everyone will experience PTSD. For example, you might have a group of totally unrelated people who all witnessed the same horrific traumatic event. But some will go on to develop PTSD and some will just move on with their lives and they'll find a way of processing those feelings and emotions 
and putting them into some kind of perspective. You see, there isn't much evidence to say who will or won't go on to develop PTSD, but research has suggested that it really may, may depend on how a person processes their emotions at the time that the thing happened. Now, most of us have heard about fight, flight and freeze. But some people who witness a traumatic event, they might run screaming, they might go for help, they might cry, they might collapse and break down. But others freeze. It's like time stood still. And then they get on with their lives. Now, maybe you're going through something like this. Maybe one of our listeners today is experiencing something like this right now where days, months or even years later something has triggered those memories something like maybe a smell, a piece of music or even it could be something like a noise and all those memories come flooding back like I said maybe you're going through something similar we find this a lot in soldiers returning from war or people who've experienced torture but as I mentioned, these symptoms aren't exclusive to this group of people. But because of the nature of PTSD, it can impact all kinds of aspects of our life, such as relationships, work, daily life, and it can make us feel isolated, safe or secure, and it can actually affect our trust in other people. Now, many people who are going through these kind of symptoms often turn to alcohol, illicit drugs or prescribed medication and the reason why some people do this is to escape the feelings that they're having because it's difficult and people often feel ashamed to talk about how they're feeling because they actually aren't sure what's happening to them and whether they are going crazy and many people have said to me that they're scared of somebody locking them up and throwing away the key. Well, in many cases, traditional treatments such as therapy or medication, they're very, very effective in managing the symptoms of PTSD. But spiritual self-care is also vital and it's something that's very, very much under-recognised. You see, someone experiencing symptoms of PTSD might feel like they've lost part of their identity They've lost that sense of who they are because things are happening to them now that are totally beyond their character. And that must be so difficult. For this reason, spiritual self-care can offer a more unique, personal and complementary approach to healing. So what do we mean? What do we actually mean by spiritual self-care? Well, it's more a holistic way of looking at self-care, which involves nurturing the mind and body rather than simply working with the symptoms. And this can be a really powerful tool because its focus isn't just on the symptoms, but also on healing right from the root, which helps us rebuild that sense of inner peace and resilience. For example, here's something to think about. It doesn't matter how many clean band-aids you put on a gunshot wound. Unless that bullet is removed, it's never going to heal. And it's the same with PTSD. Unless we tackle it from the root, 
it's never going to be manageable. So what tools might we use in spiritual self-help care? Well, if you're going through post-traumatic stress symptoms, again, it's always better to speak to a doctor or a mental health professional. But there are some things that you might want to look at. One of them is meditation. Now, there are many different kinds of meditation and it's fair to say that while certain types of meditation might be beneficial in treating PTSD, some are not. Mindfulness meditation, for example, is great for managing symptoms such as anxiety and hypervigilance, which go along with PTSD. Why? Because mindfulness meditation brings us into the present moment, a place where we can develop an awareness of our present, a place of safety and calm. But when thinking about meditation, if you're experiencing symptoms like this, please speak with a skilled, qualified practitioner first. And the reason for this is because certain types of meditation, once your mind is quiet, might bring up those emotions too quickly for you to cope with. Now, as I mentioned, there are different types of meditation, but you do need to speak to a qualified practitioner first. Another thing we can look at is gratitude practice. And this can be powerful for managing negative emotions and replacing them with positive ones. You see, by focusing on the things in our life that we're grateful for, we can shift our perspective and develop a greater sense of appreciation for being alive. And that helps us to feel more joyful. Connecting with nature is another one. You see, when we're out there with the sounds of the birds, the colors and smells of the flowers, the sounds of nature, and also the breath, which is really important when we struggle with anxiety. When we're outside with nature, especially on a sunny day, breathing in that fresh air and expanding our lungs can have a dramatic effect on the way we manage our anxiety and the way how our mood is. It can lift our mood instantly. Another way is engaging in spiritual practices such as prayer, yoga or journaling. Writing down how you feel and then going back to it at a later date to see how things have improved or see how things may be the same or why you felt that way. It's always good to do stuff like this because things like this can help to cultivate a deeper sense of connection with the self and with the universe and it can help us to recognise that human part of ourself and help us to get our identities back. So these practices also help to create a sense of purpose and meaning in our life, which can be really beneficial for people struggling with PTSD. Mind and body therapies are another way that minds help too, such as acupuncture, Reiki and massage. A lot of people find touch really, really special it helps them develop that human feeling because some people have described to me that feeling of being numb. And when someone uses massage or gentle touch on their body, it can release a whole range of emotions. I remember myself going through a terrible traumatic time after my partner was murdered. And 
a little while after that, somebody invited me to go for some, what they call no hands massage. And the massage was done with the forearms. It wasn't done with the hands. And just having that touch actually releases so many emotions, but in a manageable, safe way. So things like that, of course, Reiki, you don't automatically get touched, but all these things like body therapies may help. You know, there's so many different ways that we can work with PTSD. And the way these things work is by helping to release physical tension. And when we release that tension, we actually start to relax. And again, body therapies help us to cultivate a sense of connection between the mind and the body. Now, PTSD, as we've said, can have a profound impact on our lives, but there is always a way to get through it. We've just looked at some, right? So please don't lose hope. Always be willing to explore other avenues first. Spiritual self-care can offer a powerful tool for managing symptoms and promoting healing. By nurturing the mind as well as our physical body, we can cultivate a deeper sense of inner peace, resilience, strength and connection. Whether it's through mindfulness, meditation, gratitude practices or connecting with nature. If you're struggling with PTSD or symptoms that sound familiar, please speak with your doctor or another mental health professional. You can also drop me an email and I will answer at juliekellymail at gmail.com for any advice and support around this podcast. You've been listening to Keeping It Real. My name's Julie Kelly. Please like, share and subscribe to my Apple podcast channel. Most importantly, please drop me a comment and let me know what you thought about today's podcast. I'll be here every week with a different topic. Let's work together to build happier, healthy communities. Bye now.